This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director. I'm going to be talking to Major Marlis Anderson, who's the Corporate Officer, uh, Corps Officer of the Salvation Army, and Lieutenant Katrina Andrews, Associate Officer with the Salvation Army, as the bell ringing is already out there, isn't it? Yes, it is. It started just today. I suppose you need more volunteers, don't you? Always looking for volunteers. We have so many locations, and we never can fill them enough all the way up until the 24th of December. They can go to registertoring.org. That is a place where they can sign up for any time frame that they would like to volunteer. Well, they start Christmas music on the radio this week. The bell ringers are out. So it's that time of season, but uh, the kettles are just part of it. Let's talk about, uh, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. We don't want to uh, skip past that a little bit right now. Are people still able to uh, register maybe to go to the Thanksgiving dinner? Unfortunately, our time frame has elapsed for signing up to receive a Thanksgiving basket. Do you still need volunteers for that? Yeah, we, we can always use volunteers to come in and help the items out to the car, help people with their stuff. That's coming up on the 16th and 17th of November is our actual distribution. How many baskets are you planning for this year? You know, the last count that I, I had was a day before the ending day, and that was like 650. So that's families. So I, I'm not positive where it went to but we usually do somewhere close to a thousand a thousand now is that more than last year thousand is what we had last year i think too what's in the basket well Mm -hmm. to be honest with you we give out gift cards or gift uh certificates to high v and they're able to purchase what they want now we do team up with avera and avera handles quite a few of our orders by uh they they have volunteers that give their food items and and they put them together the baskets and they're going to be like around 200 to 250 of our families uh providing for the baskets with that well we started talking about the the uh, ring the bells and the, the kettles and and the thanksgiving is there also some kind of a, a basket for uh christmas coming up yeah we have christmas too we'll be giving out the same kind of voucher for a meal and then um of course we have the toy shop and the and the parents can pick out toys for their kids that is on date is that the 20th of december and signing up for that is coming up real soon yeah i think november 28th i believe yeah i think it's the to december 2nd for a sign up for uh to register for a christmas for your children what's the requirement to be able to sign up for the christmas toys for your children we, we're asking the people to be honest. They, they When they go through and on the website, which is org, you go in there and you can get in and, and sign up. But th- there's a question there that has for income, are you within the poverty guideline or whatever? And they have to check and be honest, yes or no. And um, then that's the only requirement. Other than that, when they come in to pick up their items, all we do is look at their ID. So Well, if they're getting food stamps, they're eligible. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, correct. Well, Major uh, Marlis Anderson, Corps Officer of the Salvation Army in Sioux Falls, Lieutenant Katrina Andrews, Associate Officer of the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army, let's go back and tell a little bit of history because you're one of the, the older service organizations in Sioux Falls. That's good to hear. You go back, I think, uh, 100 years or so. Mm-hmm. The Salvation Army where is it at right now? We're located at 900 North Cliff Avenue. We actually have a social services building and then we have a core community building next door at 800 North Cliff. Salvation Army, again, let's go back to the kettles now. They're already out and ringing. I know that you're still probably looking for groups to uh, man those because they're going to be ringing those bells at the kettles uh, for about a month and a half yet. I know the Lions Club used to take a day and all the Lions members would would go out and ring. Uh, A lot of groups come out like that, don't they? Sure, sure. We have the Kiwanis that I think is out tomorrow. 
John Mogan has a group of volunteers that takes every Saturday at High V on Minnesota, and he fills that up every Saturday. So that's a wonderful thing. Then we have the realtors that take on December 2nd. They they take almost every location and ring from 10 to 2. So there's some good groups out there that do take quite a few hours for us. You know, we still have like 25 locations uh, with, you know, from 10 to 8 up until December you know, Monday through Saturday. So that's a lot of spots to, to cover with yeah. volunteers. And so we do have to pay some people as well. Well, John Morgan, I think, is, is he still on your board of directors? He is. He's a, he is on our advisory board. Well, he just got inducted into South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, oh. uh, Rock and Roll Music Association, we have to wow. say. Wow. <laughs> uh, he's been a uh, standard in music in Sioux Falls for oh, yeah. uh, decades and ages. And oh, Mo- nice. Mogan's Heroes. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Major Marlis Anderson and Lieutenant Katrina Andrews, tell us how the Salvation Army works. First of all, you are a church, aren't you? Oh, most definitely. A lot of people don't understand that point, but that is our priority. You know, we are a church that loves God and and wants to do service for Him. Wayback theme from the very beginning is, you know, heart to God, hand to man. Mm-hmm. That's one of our Logans, you know, save to serve. Uh, the S's on our on our uniforms. We're all about doing the Lord's work and wanting to meet human needs without discrimination. Where's your church at? Uh, the church is at our uh, community center building, which is 800, 800. 800 North, North Cliff. Cliff. Uh, if somebody wanted to come in and visit your church this morning, what time are your church services? Every Sunday at 10 30 we also have a hot breakfast that we serve before service to the community free of charge and they can come in and get a warm meal breakfast at 9 30 at 9 9 30 and right afterwards they can worship with us at 10 30 well, that's right the uh, banquet serves during the week but the salvation army kind of picks it up on the weekend uh, yes that's correct and you know we have seen our numbers increase like you can't even know when I first came here three years ago, we were serving like 80 people mm-hmm. to 100 people. I started up the breakfast program. It wasn't even going at that time because I always think, you know, nice hot, warm breakfast before church, so good. We were serving like 60 people when I first got started it up. And then now we're up to mm-hmm. 200, even beyond that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're always up there 180 to 200 oh, yeah. for breakfast, for the evening meal on Saturday, and for the Saturday night or Sunday night Sunday program night. too. And many yep. of those are, are families and, and a lot of children. Yes, correct. Yep. When you think about children and hunger in Sioux Falls, a lot of people, oh, that's not Sioux Falls, that's Chicago, that's uh, Los mm-hmm. Angeles. It's it's not here. It is in Sioux Falls. People, mm-hmm. Children are, be, are being hungry. Yeah. And let me, let me tell you a little story that we just had, Lieutenant and I. We have a youth night on Tuesdays and Thursdays, mm-hmm. and one of our children came to Lieutenant and uh, basically said, Lieutenant, we don't have any food in our house. And, of course, uh, Lieutenant came to me and told me this, and I went over right away and made up a basket of food for them to take home. I brought it over. Her mom had picked her up, and they were starting to walk home. And I picked him up and, and got him in my van and, and gave him the food. And, and the mother said to me, I'm, I just am so thankful for the Salvation Army. You know, at least I know my children have a meal on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then she was telling me that, you know, we were thinking about having to sell our cell phone and our TV so we could get some food in, in our house. And I'm like, you know, we do have a pantry. I said, there's no reason why you should go hungry. There's no reason why anybody should go hungry in our city. We're not the only pantry as well. There's lots of other pantries around. But mm-hmm. I just really, it breaks my heart to hear those kind of things. 
to think of, you know, I can't imagine getting to the point where I'd have to sell my cell phone or my TV. Mm-hmm. Let me think about that. That's yeah. that's for most people that, you know, that's pretty much everything mm-hmm. to be that hungry. Major Marlis Anderson of the Salvation Army, Lieutenant Katrina Andrews, uh, how do you become a Salvation Army? First of all, you have your church, but you have kind of a, a military structure. Tell us about that. Go ahead. I'll let Lieutenant, she's fresh out of the training school, so I'll let her explain a little bit of that. Well, first you have to come regularly to the services. Three months? Uh, three, at least. You got to become a soldier. Yeah, you, you have to come regularly, and then you have to, you, when you um, display interest, you take soldiership classes, and the soldiership classes go through our doctrine, and you, if you, it's something that you agree with and you want to abide by, you do the enrollment and you enroll as a soldier it's like a membership and class. yes it's like you know like membership and after that if you want to become a salvation army officer you let your core officer know and it's a it's a process and a program that you go through before you get to the training college now we have our training college in chicago illinois and it's uh, a two-year program and once you complete the two-year program you get commissioned as a salvation army officer Um, you become a lieutenant and you serve as a lieutenant uh, for five years and after five years of service you get promoted to a captain and after 15 years of service or 10 more years after that you get promoted to a major within the Salvation Army. So what they do, what the Salvation Army do is use military jargon. So instead of pastor, we say officer. Instead of church member, we say soldier. Soldier. So it's just a a play on words. I'm a major twice over by now. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That means I'm Uh, old. (laughs) Well, I think usually if you marry, a major has to marry another major. Well, actually, the Army has kind of uh, took a different stance on all of that right now. So, See, I'm so old, I remember the old way. Yeah, <laughs> it used to be that you'd have to marry somebody in the Salvation Army because, you know, if you get transferred, Salvation Army officers are transferred. I can't move here from Kansas City or to Kansas City and leave my spouse here working, you know. So they kind of just, it, it needed to be that way. So now they have a little program where you can become an envoy an envoy program where they wouldn't necessarily move them without them asking them if they want to move together or something like that. So, Well, I think the Salvation Army goes back to World War One. Uh, I think England, I think, uh, similar to like the Boy Scouts, the Girl Scouts. They started these service organizations kind of back at that time. And the Boy Scouts was kind of a un- uniform type of, you know, uh, aspect too. You know, you get the cadet, well, you've got the uh, Cubs and the Bears and, the, the mm-hmm. you know, all the kind of things that they go on and that. Uh, but the Salvation Army today, you're in how many countries? Quite a few. Was it 111? Yes, yeah, a lot like of them. Well, that, that's about how many countries there are. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Major uh, Anderson, how many places have you been assigned? Oh my, I'm going to have to sit here and count now. <laughs> I was commissioned to Monroe, Michigan. Then I went to Midland, Michigan for a little bit. Then I moved to Indianapolis. Was there for about five or six years, and then I went to place called Newcastle, Indiana, which is an hour away from Indianapolis for one year. Then they moved me to Kansas City. Are you counting here? I'm forgetting to count. (laughs) Kansas City. And then from Kansas City, I moved to Austin, Minnesota. Then I moved over to Farmington Hill, Michigan. And then I moved here from there. So 
Probably about eight different appointments. Do you have any choice on where you go or in like the military to get your orders or what? Not really. You don't have control where you're going, but you do have control of what area you'd like to go to, such as if I want to work with youth. I could be uh, stationed in a, the youth department at our divisional headquarters, or if I want to work with adult men who are in going through rehabilitation, I could be assigned to an ARC of the Salvation Army. Or if I just want to go to a inner city core uh, and church, then I would could possibly go to like a Detroit appointment or something like that. So they kind of give you, you kind of voice your opinion on where you'd like to go and what kind of ministries you'd like to have, and then the Army kind of fits you in to the best of their ability to those places. I will tell you this, my last review that I had or the last thing that I uh, told the Army um, before I moved here was that I'd like to move closer to my home core, to my home. Where's that? Um, My home is actually Sioux City, Iowa. So the Salvation Army put me here in Sioux Falls, which is only an hour away from Sioux City. That was a nice move. This is the closest core I could come to, to Sioux City. So it worked out good because I'm enjoying myself here and I'm close to home and it's a blessing. How long have you been in Sioux Falls? Three years. Now, how would you compare Sioux Falls to all of those, how many dozen cities you've been to? <laughs> uh, how do you compare Sioux Falls? You know, one thing I've noticed about this area is that I find people are very generous. Very generous people. You know, I, I'm amazed at how much money that we raise at Christmas in the kettles. You know, our goal this year is $350,000. That's a lot. Last year it was 300. We had to increase it because all of the expenses of, of food has gone up. And that's our big key ministry is, is the food pantry and the community meals. That's one of our big things. And we're seeing such increases that, you know, we had to increase this kettle. And the kettle goal goes for three, one-third of our budget. So we have to, we have to do that. But I, I always find, I'm always amazed at how generous the, the people here are in Sioux Falls. And, and I think that that, to me, stands out hugely compared to some of my other appointments. Sioux Falls is, is one of the best places to live. We just don't want to tell anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lieutenant Andrews, uh, how many places have you been now? How long have you been in the Salvation Well, Army? I just got commissioned mm-hmm. back in late uh, in June. So this is my first appointment from and, Chicago to here. And what cores are you looking for? Ahead in, in, what um, kind of ministry do you want? Yeah. Well, I, I'm enjoying the ministry that I'm doing right now. Um, working with the community and working with the youth. Um, I actually specialize with working with young people. And I actually enjoy the older adult ministry as well. So I'm I'm versatile. <laughs> How many are in the Salvation Army Sioux Falls? Like for Sunday morning? Well, or for... Generally, I, I think uh, if your normal working hours at the community center, uh, you know, what kind of economic impact do you have? Well, I can tell you with our youth programs on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we were at our max amount with the staff that we had at 25. That's mm-hmm. quite a few. 25. And so it was nice to be able to mentor into the lives of these 25 young people. We have probably on Sunday mornings, we have, we're a small congregation yeah. of about maybe 30 at the most. Mm-hmm. Right now, sometimes we can go a little higher, sometimes it's a little less. But when I first got here three years ago, we were only at 12 people on Sunday mornings, which blew my mind because I came from a congregation of about 80. And so when I came here, I really struggled my first year because it was like, what's this? Only 10, 12 people in church. You know, when you have your mindset and your goals in line and, and, and your heart is right with God and God gives you the desires of your heart and your desire is to grow the church, then I find it always 
to be true. It always ends up happening. And you watch, in, in three more years, we're going to have 75 to 80 people in church. Wow. Well, you also network with all the other churches in Sioux Falls. Yeah, we, we sometimes do th- different things that we get together and do different things on but. Well, I remember in the past, well, the Salvation Army is one of the most efficient in your mail fundraisers and that type of thing. Uh, you know, a lot of places, well, a lot of the money goes towards the fundraising, but the Salvation Army, uh, over 90% uh, yeah. of it goes to uh, what we're raising it for. Yes. And, and with inflation and the cost of food, yeah, that, that uh, having to raise the, uh, the kettle amount, uh, that's just keeping up with the, the times, I think, in a sense. How many kettles are you, locations do you have? We actually have like 30 five locations i think now we can't utilize them all season long because you can't put a bell ringer at a location that's not going to double their salary or something like that so there are some locations that we only use at specific times um, such as our match day match day every single one of our location has to be filled because people are out that day and they love match day and every twenty dollars that they put in is increased to a hundred dollars with the match day 20 goes to 100 yeah Basically, the community people, our advisory board, one bank right now helps us out, but that money that from those groups is raised, and, and that is towards the match of, of the kettle. So we're able to say, yes, your $20 can turn into 100 because of the match. Now, I, I will tell you this. I'm, I'm still out soliciting, trying to pull in some more of that match dollar money because we need to... You know, we need to be able to be successful with raising the funds before the, the actual day so we know we can match it, you know. When are the match days? Are they usually on a Saturday? or? We only have one match day, and that is December 10th. So mark December 10th down, and, and $20 goes a long way. It's $100, mm-hmm. maybe more. Now, the uh, cougar round, did we get a cougar round last year? No. We did the year before, I think, or so. Maybe we ran out of cougar rounds. But that uh, that was quite a story. Uh, some, You know, that's a, what a German... Oh, that's an African African coin, coin okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, that's somebody was. Uh, that's worth quite a bit of money. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen one since I've been here, mm-hmm. and it's been oh. for three years. So I I did get one in my last appointment, and I think it was a twenty five hundred dollar coin. If anybody wants to drop a cougar on, you know, in a in a, in the, in the, uh, the now a lot of the belt ringers are volunteers, but many of them are actually uh, uh, paid. If, if you need people to? Uh, are you looking for people that you can hire? Yes, we need more. We I have eight bell ringers out today. I wanted 14. Mm-hmm. So I have that many spots open now that I don't have anybody at. And, you know, it's disappointing because that's money that could have been raised that's not being raised. But, you know, I can only do what I can do. I can't get the bell. You know, I try to get the bell ringers in, and sometimes they tell you they're coming, and sometimes they don't. And um, But we're working on that. Well, I can remember in the old days, long before for you, Major Anderson, uh, we used to have a big tree downtown that we, you know, as we raised money, we put another ornament or another light on. Uh, listen, do you still have the Salvation Army Christmas trees? No, we don't. And as a matter of fact, I, I was telling a friend that she just put up this, like, tree with a kettle in the middle, and it lights up according to the goals that as it's being made. And I said, I want that. I want to be able to do that. So... I actually was thinking I, I, I need to employ somebody or find somebody that could build this project for us um, and then maybe next year have something visible mm-hmm. for people to see as the Salvation Army's goals um, being raised. Um, but other than, you know, on our little slide, our, our little media thing that we have outside the Salvation Army, 
will be the only place really other than media who will tell the, the community what we're raising um we don't have anything visual well I, I go back i've been doing this program since 1977 so i can remember um <laughs> lieutenant <laughs> katrina andrews your eyes just went right i'm so old i don't have tattoos but uh i can remember you know the old stereotype of, of the bell ringers you know with the tambourine and the brass and the singing uh-huh. and that. uh they used to have uh, a little bit of a band and i guess you do have instruments you just need some people to uh uh they used to teach, you know, uh, horn and brass and that kind of thing at the Salvation Army in the past. We still have some of that going on, but it's not to the point where I would like it to be. Um, we do have a music school once a month that um, other Salvation Armies around come and join us with. It's a youth, more youth geared towards the youth. I do have a music director now. Um, he plays piano, but uh, part of his uh requirements is to try to look at bring in some volunteers in to help teach uh, brass instruments because we have the kids we have the instruments we just don't have the teachers so if you're out there hearing me right now and you love uh, brass instruments and do you think if you could teach our kids we would love to have that start up in the new year I think there's a national salvation band is there a chance maybe we'd get that in Sioux Falls ever sometime in the future maybe yeah there's there's bands all over the Salvation Army. There's a, staff, a Chicago staff band that is pretty incredible, and they go all they over. Yeah. They travel everywhere. Well, maybe we can get someone to encourage them to come to Sioux Falls. That would take a lot. Okay. It would take a lot to get them here. It's only they a- usually do like a divisional event. They don't necessarily go to cores, little cores, units and stuff, but... Well, we're only, Who knows? We're only an hour flight away from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I used to sneak home on the weekends when I was in uh, the Navy uh, at Great Lakes. I shouldn't say that. But uh, Major Anderson and Lieutenant Katrina Andrews, the uh, uh, the bell ringers right now, uh, what hours are they usually at? Uh, what's the best time of the day to catch a bell ringer? Uh, they usually get to their locations around 11 o'clock, and they stay till around 7, 7.30. And to volunteer like i say groups can volunteer a church group can volunteer uh, 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 what what age group do they have to be i guess to be a volunteer well i mean you could wait volunteers can take out like their kids mm-hmm. their kids could be four or five years old ringing the bell um so there's really not an age mm-hmm. but i guess if you're by yourself i i wouldn't want to see anybody you know under 18 by themselves um so it would probably be for volunteers and for staff. Well, you're going to hear them up until just before Christmas, right? Correct. And you've got your Thanksgiving baskets already set to go for Thanksgiving. Uh, what's the date that they can register for the Christmas baskets, I guess? The Christmas? Was it the 28th November of November? November 28th mm-hmm. to right December 2nd. Right after Thanksgiving then. Yeah. Uh, and when is the, uh, the the meals that you have on Saturday and Sunday morning, when, when are those, what time are those at the community um, center? Saturday every every Saturday at five, we have our again our Sunday breakfast mm-hmm. at nine, and then we have our Sunday dinner back at five o'clock. Do you still have the uh, mobile Salvation Army uh, coffee unit that they used to have? No, we do not. See, I remember all those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I will tell you this: it is one of my goals um, to get a Salvation Army canteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I really would love to see it out in this and about serving for disasters and then also just going out and serving you know the community for various things there's a couple things that have to happen before we can get one and that is 
um, we have to we have to build a garage. We need a garage anyway. Um, so that's hopefully down the road we can figure out some way of getting that started. Uh, once the garage is built where we can house it and keep it safe, then we can uh, look into a canteen. Well, there's so many food trucks out there. Maybe if somebody's selling one, they can talk to you. I could be your canteen truck in the future or mm-hmm. when you get a garage. Uh, if people have garage space available near the community center, maybe that's something they can talk to you about also. Sure. Uh, Major Marlis Anderson and uh, Lieutenant Katrina Andrews, uh, in the last couple minutes, uh, what do you want to say to people out there? Maybe they're new to Sioux Falls. We get, what, 7,000 new people to Sioux Falls every year. What do you want to, want to tell them about the Salvation Army in Sioux Falls? You know, I'll, I'll talk after Lieutenant. I'm going to let her share her opinion yeah. first. And um, Well, just coming to the Salvation Army um, back here, being commissioned here in the June. Um, I just want to say that the Salvation Army is a place where people look for help. They look for hope. You know, they come um, looking to be served and to have a hot meal. Looking, We just had our coat distribution a few days ago. Just looking for the simple things to just to keep them surviving, just to make it from day to day. So being here, the Salvation Army is just when they see the red shield, they know, okay, I can receive a hand to, like Major said, heart to God, hand to man, and they they know that. They know that they can receive a hot meal, shelter um, from the cold, even if it's just for a little while, and they know they can have a place to worship and to um, a, a sense of community. So, Well, the Salvation Army Church Service is what, 10 o'clock on Sunday mm-hmm. morning? They 10 can, o'clock, 10.30. If they're mm-hmm. listening to this program, they can come and visit and, and talk to you. Yep. Um, but the comment you made uh, were people are thinking that they have to sell their phone or their TV to eat oh. to feed their family. Um, to me, that, you know, that, I don't know what I'd do without my cell phone. If I was thinking I had to sell it, which you know you're not going to get much for it, mm-hmm. um, that says it, I think, all in a nutshell right there as to there is a need, especially for the children and kids in Sioux Falls. You know, John, we we see stuff like that a lot. The community doesn't see it so much. I mean, maybe they might see the guys out there on the street sitting and, you know, asking for donations and money and stuff. But, um, you know, people like this walk into our building all the time. We're, we're having people that are desperate and mm-hmm. in need of, of just the basics of life. Um, you know, food and shelter and, and, and warmth. It's getting cold out. It, it mm-hmm. really is. And, you know, we gave out to about close to 200 families yesterday received coats. Um, that's families. I don't know how many individuals that is in the families, and I don't know how many articles we gave out. We're still doing the count. But, um, you know, there's people are needing that. And, um, you know, I was excited that Lieutenant uh, with Kids Club on Tuesday night, last Tuesday night, gave each one of the kids a coat and she said to her she made a comment she said i never thought they would be so excited to get a coat but they were just elated and and you know Mm -hmm. those are the kind of things that we that's why i'm here in the ministry that's why i do what i do in the salvation army because we get that wonderful blessing of helping people and and seeing the difference it makes and and feeling the the appreciation that we get from when we do these different things and a lot of people don't get that so much unless they come to volunteer you know and things like that at a community meal i'm just gonna i'll just close with this at a community meal um 
we had a situation because we have so many people and a lot of times we don't have enough volunteers to help with that but um i had a lady that that kind of went off on me and was going off on volunteers and doing stuff she shouldn't do and i had to escort her out of the building said you know you can't come here and do that stuff you need to leave well she got mad and she threw her milk in my face and coming back into the building um i don't know i must have had five or six people that came up to me and said, Major, Major, please don't, please don't shut down this program because of this woman. Please don't shut down. We need this program. I mean, it's just, I'm not shutting down anything. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's, it's not part of the job technically, but those things happen once in a while. But it just broke my heart for them to think that, you know, they need this program so much that, that they did not want to see, you know, they didn't want to see it shut down. And that same day I had a guy that, that spilled his plate of food on the floor and I came over to him to help him clean it up and he's scooping the eggs back onto his plate and he said don't worry don't worry I'm gonna eat it I'll eat it I'll eat it I'm like oh no you're not gonna eat that food go get another plate of food and I took it from him and threw it away but it's the it's the mindset you know that we of the people that we work with that it just sometimes it shatters your heart it just breaks your heart to see and to hear and and but that's the kind of stuff that you know, that keeps me going for 30 years plus as an officer, you know, seeing how people really need us and, and knowing that I have a chance to help them and, and to feel the sense of appreciation and, and all of that stuff. So, um, I think you just described the definition of the Salvation Army. I'm afraid your time is up, though. Major Marlis Anderson and, and Lieutenant Gina Andrews of the Salvation Army Sioux Falls. I want to thank you for being with us, Thank, thank you. you so much for having us. We really Thanks appreciate it. Thank you for it. having us.